All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, 
inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, bumblebees. Yes. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome to the honeycomb hive. Yes, to the homegirl honeycomb hive. Yes. What's How's good? it going? How are you? How are you doing? I'm really good. <laughs> How's your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. I had a beautiful weekend. Beautiful weekend. Beautiful Simply weekend. Beautiful. Yes, yeah, stay in that space. Um, what'd you do? Did I do anything on Friday? Mm, I can't remember. Damn, it all becomes a blur. A blur, it does. Oh, yeah, we went to the selection show after work <laughs> on Friday. So we went to selection, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, At Mocha. We were riding our birds through downtown LA. Ooh. Guys, I got on a bird that didn't have brakes. <laughs> the brakes, we were going downhill like a steep-ass hill, and it did not have brakes. I almost put a hole in the toe of my <laughs> sh- tennis. Um, so we went to Selection. Selection is always a good time. Smino. Smino Brother was a Smino. Smino was a special guest. Yes. When I tell you a mood, a vibe, a thing. That brother puts on a show. A movie, a party. Wow. So even a, a bigger fan now. After seeing him in person, I'm like, she's a fan. Certified. And you got put on his um Instagram. I did. On his Instagrams. I was like, oh, he was good. We were we um snagged a space right in the front. Mm-hmm. We did. It was so much fun. So we had a great time. And so that was Friday. Yes. Saturday. We went to our oh, Sands baby shower. Saturday we went to our Sands, our line sister's baby shower. This is our first baby of the line. Yeah, this is it. She's welcoming the first baby of the line. So a baby boy. We went for baby Brixton. That yeah. was a good time. It was hot as hell on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, This weather in LA is on sickle mode. Yeah. And then Sunday, yesterday, we went to... um. Germany's co-worker Kirsten's house and mm-hmm. we had a little some wine and yeah. some amazing she had like an amazing vegan spread that lady that woman that yeah, girl that girl is, she's she's she she really takes it there she really does like she does the vegan charcuterie boards mm-hmm. and she she's just phenomenal she made a banana cream pie yes she's well educated and well versed on the wines I mean yeah yeah hats off and I goals. Kirsten is goals. She's goals. She's vegan goals. Vegan goals. Mm-hmm. Vegan food and wine goals. She is. And then um, we went to handle business. We went to handle business, and which you'll hear today, the yeah. business that we handled. Period. So, so we had an eventful weekend. Yeah, the weekend was great. I had a good time. I can only dream of having more weekends like this. <laughs> I can only dream, honey. I but it's know. happening. It's happening this every weekend. This is really a hot girl fall. It's been great. Since your birthday. It's been great. We've been since on the move. Since your birthday. Since your birthday. So It's been on the move. It's um, been on the up and up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with a wee. So the weekend actually kicked off with baby girl Janae dropping a song. Mm-hmm. Felt it in my bones. I feel it in the room about riding. <laughs> so she dropped a new song called None of Your Concern. Mm-hmm. And um, basically the song was about the breakup between her and Big Sean. Period. Yeah. The breakup yeah. was. When I was listening to the lyrics, when I first heard the song, I said, Janae, get out of my mind and get out of my life. Get out of my heart. You know what? I think that the song was already complete 
And then maybe her and Big Sean got on the up and up. And then and she, she retracted. Him. She slapped him on to the end. The song was better without... Ladies, truthfully speaking, we didn't need Big Sean on the record. We didn't. He has some little fuckboy tendencies based I'm like, on what... I'm like, Big Sean, you know I love you and I've been rooting for you. You want to come around and tell me you've been a fuckboy? I'm like, what the fuck? We didn't need him on the track. So it was an empowerment. It was a lemonade. It was, it was Janae's it was lemonade. lemonade. Without the sandcastles. Because you know yes. Beyonce came back around and yes. was building the sandcastle. But Janae didn't build the sandcastle. She was liberated. And I'm like. Janae gave us limeade, orangeade. We got everything except lemonade. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a little lemonade. Once she said, get your bitch ass off my phone. Felt it. Yeah. When she said that, get your bitch it's ass off my phone. There's a lot of things phone. she said. The get your big bitch ass off my phone. It's none of my concern anymore. Don't worry about who I'm fucking. Ooh, okay, just we'll be listening that it, to that just tonight. Just know that it is not you. It is not you. She said, watch your tone. I am not your girl anymore. anymore. Don't come at me with no bullshit, nigga. Yeah. Felt it. Felt it. And she said, I saw you have a little miss thing. She don't she, want she beef. Don't... <laughs> she don't want it with me. <laughs> she don't want it. Because, you know, we'll be like that bitch. bitch. We be ready. <laughs> Gear that bitch. TTG. Train to go. Um, ready. But yeah. Yeah, the song is great. Phenomenal. I'm waiting on the album. Um, it seems like her and Big Sean are back together. No. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're back together. Okay. You wanted the real lemonade, huh? I'm always rooting for the liberation. Like, come on, Shar. But I've been there, so. I, too, have. I, I've been there, lemonade, sandcastled, been at the beach. I've, I've been done lemonade, sandcastled, and right back on the tap water. Right. I've done it all, so. <laughs> Whatever, so, Janae, um, do whatever you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, it seems like they're back together. Charlene went to the meditation yesterday and said that Big Sean was at the meditation. Oh, I didn't know there was a meditation. Um, Janae was leading a meditation, some sort of meditation. Okay, they're back on. Yeah. They're so, back on. Yeah. And they had a little picture where his arms were wrapped around her and she's like, thanks, Sean, or some shit. What was that? They're probably like twin flames, you know, always what, like toxic. Drop. Yeah, like trauma you know, bond. I don't know if it's trauma <laughs> bond, but... What? You know, like how twin twin flames can be like really, really good, and it could be kind of like difficult really too, too, because you're sh constantly showing each other mirror, what you don't want to see. Mirror, yeah, and you might stray and then come back. I think they're twin flames. Maybe they're vibes. twin flames. Yeah. Yeah, or twin flickles. I guess What's a small flame? Flick. Twin. Flick. Twin flick. Yeah. Flicker. Yeah, flicker. There it is. Twin flicker. Well, yeah. I'm trying so. to find my twin flicker. Bring your ass over. Whatever is a good thing. Yeah. Is it Twin Flame? Twin Flames. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Let yeah. me write that on my list. Yeah. Twin, T-W-I-N space flame. flame. Um, twin Flame, these, Twin these, these soulmate niggas. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. I, I don't need that. Or disconnect I'm tired. from my soul. Yeah, untether me. So yeah, um, love the song. Love Janae. She always yeah. comes with what we need, what the sisters need. She, yeah. she, First she we got it, the triggered. She pins it perfectly. She does. It's a liberating song. She does. So yeah. Um, really, that's all really the tea this week. Mm. Um, that's it. Anything else? No. I think I'm good. I'm good. Marianne said there may be a Millennium 2020 oh, tour. Oh, so that ain't no tea. I'm just saying he's clearly unbothered. That's all. Yeah. Following up on last week. Yeah, the real unbothered. Yeah, he's unbothered. So, yeah. yeah. Um, now's the time where we handle our business. Yeah, where we get to the get to it. So, y'all came through. Again, another week. Thank you. 
we're here to give you your flowers because you gave us ours. Y'all yes. came through with the ratings and reviews. So mm -hmm. the reason why we press the ratings and reviews, we never eliminate this portion from the show. So don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, it's because we really need these. We need these to help grow this small indie podcast. It is an indie podcast. Very indie. Uh -huh. Indie efforts. Yes. Um, And by rating and reviewing, you help land this podcast on the desk of another black woman. Come on. Another sister. That may need this. Mm -hmm. So we really appre appreciate you all for coming through. We do have a goal that we're trying to reach by 2020. That's 1,000 1, reviews. Where are we at? We're at 916 ratings and reviews. Look at that. The goal is 14 per week. And I'm just going to let you know you showed up again. Yeah. You came through with 14. Dripping. Exactly. 14 ratings and reviews because we were at 902 at the club, you know, when we started last week. Okay. And we're at 916, which we're grateful. We're grateful. We're thankful and we're grateful. So please continue to... Send us your ratings and your reviews. Of course. Uh -huh. And I don't want to do the threat. We don't want to threaten. We don't want to do the threat. But let me see. We have one, two, three, four, five. A little less than six weeks left in this um year. We're going to say five. We're putting the pressure on. Okay. Ooh, so we need 17 ratings and reviews this week. Because <sighs> let me tell y'all, December 31st is on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So I'm not counting that as a full week. We need these ratings and reviews in by the 31st. Yeah. So when, when the ball drops. We need to have a thousand in our clock. Yeah. Period. So yeah, seventeen ratings and reviews. I'm gonna be upset. I'm upset if, if we don't have it. We okay. will. We will. I have faith in my girls. We're claiming it. So to show our appreciation, Brittany likes to shout a homegirl. I out, do. I do. And I mean, there's been so many, but for the sake of keeping this show, you know, keeping it cute, cute, sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna just pick one. Go for it. So Crystal, Crystal CG here is a gal of the week. She said these ladies are always on, I believe point it got cut off, but I'm just going to assume it's these ladies are always on point. Cause we are. I ran across the black girl bravado podcast in 2017 when I was going through a personal transformation. And since my first day listening, Brittany and Germany have been part of my weekly routine to stay on course with my journey. I consider these two ladies my little accountability sisters in my head and I'm extremely proud of the strides they've made in growing the podcast as well as empowering other women, sharing useful information, affirmations, and cracking me up during my work commute. Keep up the great work, ladies, and I'll continue to share the podcast. Thanks, Crystal. Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. We appreciate this. And yes, um, we love being your accountability sisters. Yeah. So just really briefly, I'm just going to shout out all the homegirls that done came through dripping more than once. Um, and if and if I'm calling your name and you haven't came through more than once, then you owe me a review. <laughs> um, so Jay Kelly, what it do? Hey. Lene. I seen Lene at the nail shop before. Hey, Lene. Hey, Lene. Sparkle Mills. What's up, Sparkle. girl? Homegirl Sherelle. Brenda. Brenda, Brenda, Brenda has not missed a week in weeks, Brenda, in months. No, real talk, Brenda. Slide in our DMs. We have something for you. Yeah, send us a send little. Us a we DM. got a care package. Um, we have something that we want to send you. Yeah, so Brenda, hit us up. A Town, Kita, um, Kita. I think you're the one I'm thinking on now. But if you if you want me, you know what to do. <laughs> Alana, what's good, girl? So yeah, all my homegirls who then came through more than once, you know what's good. Y'all are the ones that's really helping us. Yeah, y'all are pushing this thing forward. You're now, the momentum. Now listen, pause. If you're one of the ones who haven't even sent one, mm, I'm on your ass. The flashlight is on you. The bottom of your ass. The light is on you. Yes. Don't let people come two and three times and you haven't came once. That's pretty sick. Do your part. Do your part. Do your part Do here. Do your part. Yes. Um, okay, so speaking of doing parts. Doing your part. Yeah, what's up? We also have another way that you can do your part, and that's over on Patreon. Mm -hmm. um, we're turning up the heat over on Patreon. I just want to let y'all know. Yeah, it's getting lit. We've lit the gas stove. 
Yeah, so, we just split the switch. Yes. Yeah, so over yeah, on Patreon but. is a special platform where you can support us monetarily. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps us run this podcast. It helps with production costs. We got tours coming. We do. This we is got real. plans. We really do have plans. Yeah. And we need your help to help execute those plans. Mm-hmm. We, on that podcast, we have additional episodes, affirmation episodes. We're dropping our mid-month check-in this week. We just dropped a sex talk video. Yeah. Speaking with some fellas about sexual sex. liberation and deal breakers. Deal breakers. Mm-hmm. We have other cool videos in the work. Um. So, yeah, head on over to Patreon. That's down in the show notes. And go down. And let's shout out our patrons. Give me two. Because me. we have to give you your flowers. Give them. We have to. And something tells me that I may have missed one somewhere off. And if I missed you, message me and you will get a <laughs> treat as well. Okay, so we want to shout out Shayla. Hey, Shayla. Crystal. Crystal, welcome to the tribe. Jessica. Jessica, it's great to have you. D, the MP. Okay. D, the MP. Welcome, sister. My, my <laughs> medical sister. And um, Manasia. Manasia. She edited her plague. So for that, we thank you. We thank you. For the editing. Thank you so much. For the so level much. up. So yeah, shout out to our patrons. We're so happy to have y'all on Patreon. Yeah. Joining us in that journey. So now, um, last week. Last week. Oh yeah, before we get into this week's mm-hmm. tea. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so last week, um, we had a very candid conversation. Episode 120 was Girlfriend Gag, Relational Universal universal Shift. That's weird. That's a tongue twister. Um, And the affirmation that we share with you all is, I am overflowing with love. The right love is on its way to me. Mm. In last week's episode, we discussed what appears to be a universal shift in romantic and platonic relationships. We chatted about navigating the space that's left after you decided to move past the love that no longer serves your highest good. So, um, yeah, we had a very casual talk. If you were feeling last week's episode, make sure you join Patreon because we have that sort of dialogue over there. Um, Very much so candid. More, even more transparent than we're able to be here on this platform because truth be told, niggas, um, our other niggas, our real niggas, our sex niggas (laughs) might be listening here. Uh, Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So we, we, in order to keep our. Our sanity and our privacy. Yeah, our privacy. We no, take Chris it over Brown. Because we don't, we don't think them niggas is paying. And if they are, well, you deserve to hear. It yeah. At that point. Yeah, at that point, you paid to play. You paid to play. So yeah, um, yeah. Last week's episode was pretty good. If you haven't already, make sure you listen. Yeah. So this week. So this week we brought on two extra homegirls mm-hmm. to chat with us. We know we have a lot of mommy, mommy listeners, but we, we also have girlfriends that are friends to mommies or family members to mommies and we just want our aunties the teachers aunties you know you gang ganging with mothers exactly <laughs> and you know we're all about equipping our toolkit with the tools so mm-hmm. germany and i who are two single gals thought it would be fitting single and no mom gals two single, yeah i'm see i'm single just different. been at the forefront yeah 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 but two childless gals yeah um you know we want to figure out what ways we can be more supportive and also gain more perspective from people who live different the lives than journey. us. Yeah. So we got on um, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices, mm-hmm. um, which is a podcast where they talk about uncensored sex, cannabis positive, challenging the stereotypes of single parenting. It's from a, from a perspective of a woman of color. From Yes, two women of color. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, they, they yeah they have a totally different perspective than we do because of course they have little babies. They do. Well, little toddlers. And they're not regular moms; they're cool moms. Yeah. So make sure, um, y'all listen. Hopefully, you gain something from it. They're super sweet. Listen to their podcast. Um, equally good. Equally good. All right. Yeah. So let's, let's just get into it. There we go. 
Okay, ladies, so we have our special girlfriends here today on the show, homegirls, yes. mm-hmm. Good Moms, Bad Choices, Erica hey. and Mila. Welcome hey. to the show, ladies. What's up? Hey, y'all. What's going on? So, <laughs> thanks for having us. Yes, thank, thank you for being, being here. Thank you for being here in your home. <laughs> yeah, we, we pulled up on them. Yeah. So, a lot of our listeners are, are mommies, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we're not. And they be asking us questions. They be saying, can you guys do episode topics on this? Talking about how to do this and be a mom. And we're like, um. We don't got the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the tools. So we figure you guys will be the best to to do this. So yeah. let our listeners know who you are, what you do. Yeah. Hi, I'm Erica. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a 32-year-old woman. Cute. I'm living in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Valley specifically. Um, <laughs> I have a four and a half year old daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Irie. She is spicy, smart, oh, spicy. crazy, mm-hmm. loving, amazing. Motherhood's been really difficult, but also really rewarding. Okay. And that's kind of why we started our podcast, Good Moms, Bad Choices, because mm-hmm. we needed when we when we looked to see when I looked to see what was out there as far as like parenthood people talking about single parenthood because we're both single moms there just wasn't really anything out there yeah. you know especially from the perspective of a black woman mm-hmm. or a woman of color there's a Speak lot of it. other things out there white <laughs> and yeah. ding, 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 yeah. Yeah. White. very caucasian mm-hmm. and i just couldn't relate so yeah. like you know luckily me and you know jamila was down and we created this platform for moms to talk and com- build community and like talk about that real shit because motherhood's fucking hard. Yeah, we were around a mom Hardy. today and her as fuck child was running her. I'm like, oh shit. Mm. It's so rewarding, but it's the hardest job I've ever fucking had. Yeah. And I think I'm cool. I don't think I need any more kids. So you're done? You're one and done? Yes. I think. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But I say that now until I find meet my the man of my dreams. And I want to <laughs> have all like, his babies. I want kids. <laughs> Give me some more. Um, I'm Mila. I'm the other half of Good Moms, Bad Choices. Yes. Um, I'm a Cancer. I'm also a Valley Girl. <laughs> I like to eat, travel. No, um, that's so funny. <laughs> we, I, my, I have a, we're our daughters are both. She'll be five. My daughter will be five in a couple weeks. Aww. Oh my god! That's Don't crazy. start crying. I'm not, but no. I'm I'm the mom of a five year old. Wow, crazy. yeah. When I was pregnant, I was like, "Damn, that kid's gonna be every age." <laughs> Literally, I was like, "I'm gonna be a mom of a nine year old, a ten year old." Yeah, it's like it's gonna be a time where it's 30? not it's not a little thing oh, anymore. Yeah, it's 30. just gonna be a human. Like and I'm us. like, yeah, yeah. I know that sounds dumb. Anyway, no, it doesn't. I don't um, know. <laughs> um, we started the podcast, yes, because it was very vanilla, mm-hmm. um, and I think just to represent and expand the stereotype of of motherhood what it looks like mm-hmm. you know we're we're multifaceted women yeah. mm-hmm. and there's yeah. such thing actually it's always the case that m- women are moms plus a whole lot of other shit oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know the platform is really to remind everyone that you don't have to be a certain way or look a certain way just because you know you have a kid or you become a mother you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you're still a human and you just, so we talk about all things, mm-hmm. I love very you. candidly. Very. I love how transparent. Not you both suitable are. for work. <laughs> no, no, no. I love how transparent you both are on the podcast. Yeah. So you know what? Speaking, you mentioned that 
you guys' daughters are about the same age. Your daughters are four. Your daughters are going to be five. My daughter's basically going to be five too. I'm yeah, just holding on to four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, which means it's like um, a common thread, right? Because mm-hmm. you guys didn't grow up as friends. Mm-mm. You kind of met through this motherhood journey. Mm-hmm. So, how is it, how important is it, or how different is it when your like homegirls who you grew up with don't have kids? Like, what is that experience like since you guys had your kids before you were already friends? I would say my experience was a little bit different, I think, than Jamila's. Um, For me, like, I didn't... So because I was the first of all my friends to have kids, no one ever had a friend with a child. Right. Like, they didn't really... Like, it was weird, the reaction. Like, I even had a girlfriend who basically, like, the moment I told her I was pregnant, she got very weird. Like, even her reaction was weird. Mm. She was just like, oh, okay. Were you excited when you were like, I was I brought her to lunch with me, like, two of my friends. One, This was one of my best friends at the time. Oh, shit. I brought them to lunch to tell them. And, like, oh. it was like, she almost, like, and then I was like, oh. She's like, yeah, I figured. And then, like, got back on her phone. I was like, okay, that was weird. I'm like, but you had okay? you guys always, like, were you guys the kind of friends who always turned up? It was like, can't can't see one without the other, so now you're going to have a baby on me? It was, was it that vibe? Yeah, well, no. Actually, it was we did turn up a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, I felt like she was my friend. Like, yeah. We, so we that was why it was interesting. And then she started, she didn't live here, so she would come down to L.A. all the time. Um, and then she stopped calling me. Oh, so shit. It was just shit. the ghosted. <laughs> she ghosted you. So strange. Um, I think... I think having a kid period just really shows you like who who can stick around and who wants to stick around. And then I think also people like who don't have children don't know how to help mm. if they yeah. need my help. Like yeah. I think we also as parents have to do a better job too at asking for help and voicing our opinions. Yes. We just assume that our friends just know what to do. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, they don't because we're the ones that have been pregnant preparing for this. Yeah. Right. And now right, right. you're just a child. You have a baby. Yeah. So I think um, there just needs to be more conversations, I think, need to occur. And that's why we're having this it, conversation. Yeah, because yeah. it, gets, it gets very, very, very tricky. Because um, we're emotional. We're sensitive. We have our baby. Or we're like, what do you mean? Just figure it out. Just come. Whatever. Do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then y'all are like, should I come? Did you want to be alone? Because you cancel all the time. You always say you're gonna come. Period. Come. That's it. So, That's we, it. We're good for that. Look, I'm good. Like I be mm. using my baby all the time. Like, sorry, I can't come because Irie. <laughs> and then it be. Then I'm like, okay, is it really the baby, or you just don't want to come? It's then I don't know. It's a little bit of both. It's I mean, both, huh? It depends. I mean, postpartum is real. Oh uh, yes, definitely. And I definitely had postpartum depression, and like I didn't really want to be around people, but I was mad that my friends weren't inviting me anymore. Mm. And so mm-hmm. it's, it can be. It's a confusing time for everyone not just father and baby like father mother and yeah. family dynamic but also your your relationships are shifting yes. yeah you know and especially when you start at a young age that's still fairly young 27 so yeah. it's like um the turn up is still happening oh yeah yeah I mean, we were, I'm so I, we should got pregnant off the turn up i got pregnant off the turn up so, so were you excited when you found out like oh my god like were you happy you were pregnant or did you feel like fuck miserable um i felt like fuck but also like Okay, I'm gonna keep her. Yeah, I've been with her father for seven years, so it was like I felt like it was. I was just I was ready, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, as ready as I was gonna be. But of course, I was fucking scared. I wasn't trying to have get pregnant. Like mm-hmm. we were not trying, but we also weren't not, not try- trying. Not trying. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> Which is trying. very irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. To be quite honest, that's trying. Yeah, that <laughs> which is trying. Yeah, because right, one plus one equals two. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was one of those people though that thought, felt like I couldn't get pregnant, so I'd just be pushing the limits and shit. I'm like, like that. I, like, Truth I, be told, <laughs> I've never been pregnant before. I probably can't get pregnant. Like, he came every time yeah, and inside. <laughs> not pregnant. No, I'm a pull out method kind of girl. I'm like, go I'm, gonna be, I'm not gonna. I, yeah, not gonna get take the gamble. Oh no, he was. No? I was. 
Yeah, we were I, shooting up the club all the time. <gasps> me too. Oh, I was full years. on. Oh yeah, I was full on. Like, come at me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for years. Come at me, daddy. Yeah. But never. Oh, and, bitch. I'm gonna hop then off. I look, then I look me at the too. motherfucking pregnancy. She's like, oh no. <laughs> not the saying come at me, daddy, and then crying. Yeah, no, like you. I'm thought. like, you better not come at me, nigga. Yeah. I'm I the, I'm the I head to Walgreens and get the Plan B <laughs> yeah. now. But yeah. I, I was. I was doing that for years. I was doing that for years. And so, to those listening who. Who are doing this because I know there's some of y'all motherfuckers are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all don't want to tell nobody, but I know. Mm. Um, and you think you can't get pregnant? Let me tell you. Let me rest you ashore. You, you, you can. can. It will yeah. happen. Because I was one of those people who was like, I think there's something wrong with me. Like I can't get pregnant. And I wasn't I didn't really want kids either. I never really wanted kids. Mm. Um, but clearly I wasn't doing anything to not have them. <laughs> yeah. But after a certain point with him, I was like, okay, if I had got pregnant, I would have his child, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was scared. It was scary. I'm still scared. <laughs> there's days where i'm like oh my god we what, have I done? what am i doing yeah am i doing this right it oh, doesn't shit. come with a handbook what about you mila like how was your transition from you know being the one without a child I, to I being was, a child in your to having a child in your friend group i was also like the first of my fr- closest friends to have kids but um you know what i think of my really close friends those ones wanted a family much more, more than, than I did. did. Yeah. And then, so then I got, I got it, you know, and they're like, perfect. We'll take her. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, but these are also like friends I've grown up with. Like, so they were excited. It was like, oh, we have a niece. And, and even now till this day, like uh, my best friend takes my daughter all the time. Like they probably think we're lesbians at the elementary school. Probably. We're going to come in the morning together. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay. Like, oh, yeah. is this your partner? I was yeah. like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah. She, and you know, she's very involved. Like that's her godmom. And she, you know, she wants to keep her and like, because she really wants that yeah mm. you know what i mean so so th- that way it's easy like our, our connection wasn't just going to the club and honestly when i moved back to la from because we live in atlanta for college i was turning the fuck up so i moved back here to calm down <laughs> and, and my, fr- I knew my friends here were like more calm like we weren't we're not like always going to the party mm-hmm. so um except then i found a baby daddy that was at the party and then we were at the party together and then i got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my experience i didn't really experience that that much no. And, and don't get me wrong, I do have like amazing friends. Like I have two of my best friends. Like they've been so supportive. But it's all, it's just but it, you start to see though like the ones you assumed would just be there, and you're like, wait, what? Where where are you? Yeah. So for the for the friends I who don't understand, that. what you struggle with being supportive? No, yeah. I don't struggle with being supportive. So um, I feel like. The dynamic has to be there, like receptive, because a lot of times, all the time, I want to support my friends who are like having children and they can definitely see the difference between our relationship, meaning mine's and theirs, and the relationship that I have with Brittany is very, very different. Um, And the dynamic of children doesn't exist. Right. But when I try to extend myself like, hey, let me do this, let me do that. There's always this like. Mm, not really a room yeah like there's really no space for it you know i'm like okay maybe it's just my friends are protect my fr- the protective like you guys seem like the type that are like go you can take my kid i'm trusting of you oh uh, yeah i mean like how much how old are the kids like six months old or something <laughs> girl no like one is about to be four ish you know no I, tea no shade i'm just saying I, no, no, no 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 i think probably like with 
because I could be that way too. Like mm-hmm. I, I read my daughter usually like goes to certain, like there's a, like a small group of people I know that she can go to and they're really all my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have like friends that offer, but then like, I don't know, like there's something sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm burdening them. Mm. I think oh, a okay. Lot of times See, and that's what us, I need that like, perspective. Feeling like I feel like I'm burdening them. Do they really want to do this? It's fine. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You yeah. Know? Okay. And then also, maybe that's the case. I've never watched my, my friends kids either i'm like i know that i turned up but i'm responsible yeah i know <laughs> then i feel like i'm trying to justify like my responsibility to people who don't who have kids and i don't and they feel like they're only responsible yeah like and perhaps I, I don't seem responsible because i like have a good time well as a first time parent i was terrified i felt like i could just break my child at any moment like mm-hmm. i was like what am i doing is it okay is she okay checking like out in the middle of the night are you breathing yeah oh, that would be so like, the thought of like breath. giving my child to my friend who doesn't have children i would feel like would make me more stressed okay. at that time understandable you know? yeah now is now that i have four, five, four years in i know obviously she's like, good look, i look back i'm like i should have dropped her ass at exactly <laughs> like you yes and actually you need practice because you want to do this right you want to make sure you want to do this exactly yeah. again <laughs> Okay. So how can a friend be more supportive? How can your friends that don't have children be more supportive? Um, I think it's just like making space and time. Like, don't be weird about the kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the kid is the sidekick. Like, she can come. <laughs> you know? Well, some parents don't act that way either. But I encourage moms who are like, if you're overprotective, you're always thinking about what time Johnny got to take a nap and shit. Like, <laughs> I so that too. When mom gets so married to the schedule, yeah, like, like you're acting to the fucking point. crazy. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's why mom be like, well, he goes to sleep at four p.m. Is she gonna be able to do that? He needs to be in bed this time, eat at this time, like, mm-hmm. or I can't come because I, you know, like just. I think there's this like super crazy expectation of what moms are Mm -hmm. and then you become a mother and you're like oh my fucking god this this is not work this is crazy yeah (laughs) no it is like and then I'm supposed to be great at it and like if it's okay and if they say she has to be in bed sleeping by herself by this by that like she can't have screen time right 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 yeah Yeah, the screen time um there's this, so you're like thinking that that's how you should appear to people. Like, you know, if you got shit together. Yeah. And so you like are obsessed with the system. But in, in reality, it's a person. It's mm. your person. Yeah. And they're joining your life. So yeah. come on, jump on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. Shut up, but we're leaving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think I have parents that are kind of young and I guess had a social life as fuck. Like, sometimes mm. I was at the house way too young mm-hmm. like y'all didn't have to go out every night but yeah. <laughs> for real like calm the fuck down yeah. um like i saw my like I, I saw you at the club you need to calm down um, <laughs> but so it's all i always knew that's the kind of mom i would be like luna was like this is not bragging i, I look back and it's kind of ridiculous what? she was born november 27th we oh, took shit. her to a new year's eve party <gasps> okay girl what <laughs> And we all had matching outfits. We got her like a bow tie. Oh. Like we all a were, bow tie, like a little puppy. She was cute. a fucking infant. She yeah, was six, infant. She, she was, was six weeks old. Oh, you were you took her she out was at the party at the like, clearance. We're still gonna we still gotta celebrate New Year's Eve. Like we. Gotta, <laughs> so but, you would like your friend to just still be down? Like don't act well, like I'm, I'm just different. saying it was the norm. And so it, I went to the bowling alley. She was asleep in the in the car seat in the bowling alley, crashing bowling pins. Mm-hmm. But now Luna can run with the shits she could be here like chilling you know like yeah go to dinner fall like she's a kind of mature and i got lucky that way but i'm just saying like don't 
maybe have things that you could do with kids. Come to the house. You don't have to be going out to a bar to like still include your friends. But first of all, I mean, I guess that sometimes if you're like an early mom, if it's like your, your early 20s and maybe your friends are raging because that's what most people do in their 20s. They're mm-hmm. raging. But I think we're all like in our 30s and there's other fun shit we know yeah. we can do that doesn't have to involve the not club or the drinking. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like about um, my best friend. She she has a child. Um, and I like that she brings her. She brings her child sometimes and sometimes she doesn't. Because I feel like as a single friend, we don't want the child to be around all the time. To <laughs> yeah. be quite honest, like if you have no option but to bring the child, it's like, damn, can't nobody else watch her? Like, why does it? <laughs> Which not seems always, insensitive. It does seem insensitive, but, but it's the reality because like maybe this isn't necessarily kid friendly or maybe you know i don't want to censor my mouth maybe i want to you know just not have to stop your girl really period yeah so (laughs) i like i like that i appreciate that there's a mix because i do love when she's there it's a good time i love her she's like my niece but i also do love when i just get to spend time with my friend like we used to and it's not always like and the kid that's the here. issue. That's what I feel like creates that strain and that distance when there isn't a healthy balance of like, we were still friends before the baby. I'm totally, I love the kids to come. I want the kids to come, but I, and I totally can come and be at your house all day for six, seven visits. And then one time just come out with me. Right. Like yeah. come to the bar. Right? Now let's do some adult shit. Adult shit. Right. Cause if we're in your house, then likely we're doing something that's appropriate for your kids. We've got to watch the guy. Right. Disney but channel. I think that that barrier lies in like, dang, you can never come out. I think it really like, having these conversations, like mm-hmm. expressing that, you know, you guys have to say it because if you don't, then it just doesn't get said and then resentment gets built up and then suddenly you're not friends anymore for that's whatever it. reason that is. Period. And know? that's on period. Yeah. yeah. This period. is true. <laughs> I, but I think it's also really sad too. I think, again, I think it's even deeper than that. I think moms feel like once they have kids, there's this expectation that maybe they, like, I can't like just be going out, girl. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, like, I just can't be going out. It's just like, not that easy for me. I mean, we also do make a lot of excuses because or, we can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes. But, like, I think it's like they don't want, like, they fall back because they think that's what they're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be getting drunk with my single friends anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a mom. You know, I think some people take that road. Didn't um, our homegirl said she went to a bachelorette party with a bunch of, like, married women who had kids. And she was, like, trying to turn up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, we're moms now. Like, we're oh, not taking shots at tequila. No. And I think she texts us, like, oh, my God, these mo- these fucking bitches <laughs> are Turned down. Yeah, but it's just like it's, it's like you're not taking a shot of tequila and then driving the baby. Home. <laughs> right, right. right relax. So yeah. they feel like they might be making a bad choice, or, or maybe people will look at them a certain way. They, you know, I don't know. There's all those things that get the fuck over it. That's what makes me feel like, damn, <laughs> I don't bring the kids. Don't bring the kids into the mix. Right. Um, kind of hard. You said that. Um, you weren't necessarily trying to have a child. You didn't think that maybe you even wanted children or you didn't know if you wanted children. And Mila, you said like there wasn't necessarily your thing at the moment either. And I can relate to that. Like really right now, right now I'm like when people be like, um, do you plan on having kids? And I'm like, um, I honestly can do without. I can do without. I mean, if the Lord says something else when I meet a nigga, I mean, you know, we can figure that out right. and I will make a compromise with maybe one mm-hmm. period. But I just feel like, I don't know, I've become so used to this life. Like, yeah. that. That's how I feel. I feel like, damn, I made it to 31 with no kids. I'm fucking lit. Right. And, and that could be because I don't like yearn right now to be a mom. Because if I did, I would be fucking miserable. And that's my question. Since you weren't necessarily yearning for it, is there ever times where you where you felt like, damn, I regret this? Or like, motherhood hinders you? 
Like, um, do you like, I guess, miss your previous life? Mm, I miss like the maybe like the 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 be able to the, the ability to just go. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like I have to plan now, mm-hmm. which is which. But there's so many things that I do gain in motherhood that outweigh anything, you know? So, but of course there's times like that. Of course there's like, there's times now sometimes where like my daughter's having a full tantrum. I'm like, why the fuck? How the fuck do people do this shit? Yeah. Why? Why would people want two? Yeah. Why would three, four, ten? Woo, Lord. But I think, obviously, motherhood is something that I didn't expect to have, but it's something I would never, ever take back. Mm. Um, I think also, though, I think what's it's okay to not want to have kids. And I think as women, we also feel so like something it's like something we have to check off our like our womanhood list yeah, yeah like a <laughs> like married must check. have yes Kids, check. yeah and it's like and if you don't people look at you like what's wrong with you yeah mm-hmm. are you cold mm-hmm. like you not have a heart or they're yeah, like exactly. what are you gonna do when you get older you're just gonna like um i'm gonna just be living i don't know, I don't know. my best fucking life i don't yeah. know i'll be watching your kids <laughs> <laughs> or your kids will be watching me if i'm that old and we homies <laughs> but you know right you look after me past relationships you didn't feel like you didn't ever feel the desire for children and no. no, to be quite honest, because I, I mean, okay, go ahead. Um, no, I did never. No, I didn't. Did that guy want kids? Yeah, but it was like a in the future talk type right. talk, and I wasn't like completely against it. Where like, no, I'm not having kids ever. It was just at this moment, I don't feel the desire to have kids. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I think around maybe like 24, 25, maybe even a little later, twenty six, between like twenty three and twenty six. I feel women naturally, not naturally, I won't say naturally because you didn't have the natural feeling. Yeah, I didn't. But we get a little more maternal and you feel like this is what I'm probably supposed to be doing right now mm. is having kids, especially when your peers and your co-workers, yeah. when your peers and shit are doing the same thing, you're like, okay, they got married, they're having a baby, it's probably time for me to get married and have a baby too. So I had So was those, it a natural feeling or was it just uh, seeing the expectation that was set? It was both because I had the feeling of like, I want to be a mom, like let's have a baby. And then seeing it, affirmed that yes you're likely in the right spot look they're even having a baby that was what was going on in my mind Mm -hmm. and then as I grew and it didn't happen I think I grew past the societal expectations for me to have a baby at said age or when you're in a relationship were you you trying to fuck no I was never avidly trying but I had the desire and I think I only didn't try because my ex-boyfriend was like no we're not ready to have a baby Mm mm-hmm he was like grounding the thoughts right, right, because if right. he wasn't, I would have been like, you okay, would have had one. Probably. I'd probably been like, yeah, this is what I want right now. Based on what I was seeing, I was so connected to uh, my friend who's at now married, has children, and she was married at the time. And I was like, but look, they're getting married. Like, and they're what am I doing wrong? Right. I'm like, and we've already been together four or five years, three, four. Like, why aren't we doing the same mm-hmm. thing? But that slowly died down when it when I didn't get it. The desire like shrunk now was like this big. I have very little desire at this time. Yeah, I mean, I think because I'm lit right now. It's without it, but right, right. You know, and it's huge. Like I know I have a close ass friend who got married and had a kid because everybody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a new toy that's hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody, everybody else, else is doing it. it. Where's yeah. yours? Um, and let her parents like persuade her into that. Like when you you know and. Now she hates three, it. Three years later, she's fucking miserable and now has two kids. <sighs> and of course, she loves her kids, but she's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. All this because I thought I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there was these expectations without like checking the thought, like, what the fuck do I want? 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck makes me happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's some real ass shit. Yeah. And obviously it happens and you deal with it. But like every you don't have to be a mom like right. to be complete or to be whole. It's no. not something to Absolutely check off not. of a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What goes back to our mental wellness too, right? And our self awareness. How has motherhood impacted your mental health? Like, do you feel like you spoke about postpartum depression? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Um, it has made me a hundred percent more conscious of my mental health. Mm. Um, because I have to be, I mean, I'm responsible for a human who looks to me, who wants to be me essentially. Um, for now, (laughs) um, I'm sure one day she'll be like, I don't need anything like you. Um, (laughs) but so yeah. And then postpartum depression, that was real. I didn't even realize I was, realize I was in it until I was kind of out of it. Mm. Um, and Patience and I mean, I have anxiety anyway. Um, but yeah, like when you're having an anxious day and you also have to take care of your child oh, and yeah. she's crying and you know, you're breastfeeding and there's a lot, yeah, it can be very weighing on your mental health. Mm-hmm. So, you it's absolutely important that you take time and take care of yourself. To take a, a break from the kids, huh? Take a break from the kids. Yes, and take a break from like your friends or from everyone. Go be by yourself, but then also, <laughs> and then also, like, go take friends. Go out with your friends. Yeah, you must go connect to what, what. It's not your former life; it's still your current life. But whatever it was before that brought you joy can still bring you joy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like if you drinking and doing Molly on the weekend makes you happy, then bitch, <laughs> do that means. shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can do it every weekend. Let's yes. be clear: motherhood's changed you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But like. In that way, like yes. you have to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you have to function tomorrow. Like you have to wake up, so um, and possibly breastfeed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think it just makes me really more accountable and notice and be like aware of where how I'm actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And podcasting too, you know, yeah. like coming mm-hmm. together every week, like you literally have to check in with yourself. Yeah. You really like, do. And yeah. it's when made you're me your business. Like yeah. you guys have been doing this longer than us. Like I'm sure, like your journey and mental health and wellness and checking in with yourself mm-hmm. is probably way at an all time high, way more than it would be if you weren't doing this. I yeah, totally agree. It's yeah. I wouldn't be so um, aware and conscious. I don't think because no. this gives me like a purpose. Like yeah. while, while we're looking for other materials to help other women, we're helping ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It forces you to research, read yeah. up, educate yourself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, so this is what the fuck is wrong with me. Let's yeah. go tell them this, what, what's yeah. happening. Right. This is true. This, they can probably relate too. Yeah. yeah. So how about you, Mila? Like, how do you feel like your mental health has been affected by motherhood? Um, first, yeah, motherhood is some deep ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is like mental health is an understatement. It really, I think it really takes you on a journey to yourself in this strange way. Like even so early as to birth, mm. like labor is this very strange experience. I've seen it. It looks wild. I love it. I love that shit. Um, do? I'm obsessed with birth. Yeah. Okay. She okay. watches YouTube videos like all day. Her and really, Luna. do you want to be a doula? <laughs> I, I I would. That's work. I would. I've okay. been. I've been interested. Luna's watching the birth videos. Yeah, which Luna's now, gonna be so tapped. She's but, mature as fuck. <laughs> but but now I, sometimes I'm like, am I traumatizing her? No, um, she's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like boys should watch it. Little boys, like mm-hmm. this is something we should normalize. Yeah. you know, like this is how we get here, guys. Like yeah. niggas shouldn't be passing out at the hospital. You should be prepared. <laughs> also, your pussy isn't just for your pleasure. No, it's not. Like, look, it's magical. It's, it's a magic a gateway. Yeah. yeah, and like from the from the jump, like 
labor takes you to this like place you've ne- like this this door you never went to in your mind wow. and you're alone and it's so oh my god it's so it's 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 this weird alone place of this threshold of pain that nobody can help you no one can help you only you only you it's only you in that motherfucking room <laughs> that you made it sound even more scary like you're alone <laughs> a like, dark yeah, door permanent auntie well right but it it makes you know you can go there and then and then you have this baby and then the baby is fucking literally sucking the life out of you sucking the life out of you draining you for all that you have oh there's mango in there wow y'all popping champagne and it has a little bit of mango it's like (laughs) (laughs) what is that asmr that's that uh, asmr ASMR. that's that mama mango mama mango moscato oh yeah actually i do yeah Um, of the week but also, I think it, it makes me think about childhood trauma. Mm. It makes me think about, um, yeah, like how I was taught, what what's learned behavior, programming, and how I can change that. <laughs> We're just pouring up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pour it up, pour it up. Mental health and champagne, okay? <laughs> champagne, Need yeah. both. Um, oh, wow. Is it bomb? Let me see. Oh, there's like chunks. Yeah, of- girl. There was like mango chunks coming out of the bottle. I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. I just feel like I'm in vacation. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Gym of the week. Yeah, here we are. Mm-hmm. Enjoying. So, how do you guys like make time for yourself? Like, uh, is there a babysitter? Is there like you just go sit down and watch Dora the Explorer? Like, how do you yeah, make how time? How do y'all do that? Well, but they're both great babysitters for each other. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's there's... why it's amazing that you guys met and your kids are damn near the same age and you both have daughters. It's divine. It's divine. Man, it's alignment. You guys yeah. were supposed to be here. Right. Doing yeah. this. Right. Seriously. For real. Mm. Uh, we, I believe that. But also lots of babysitters. Yeah. My daddy, my mom, her dad, because nigga, we split this. Try. Um, Period. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a whole different thing. Um, <laughs> We're gonna get there. Yeah. Right. Grand uh, grandparents on both sides. Yeah. Friends. It's a village. You that shit village. is real. The village is real. The village is so real. Without the village, it's you're not. Shit, each other. Can you yeah. hold the baby? Can you? Can you stay here for a minute? Like, yes. So. Quickly, you guys mentioned in the beginning you started Good Moms, Bad Choices because there was no representation of what single motherhood look like looks like. So what is your, if you don't mind sharing, what is your co-parenting relationships and how do you establish, if you establish, healthy co-parenting relationships? Mm. Talking about the <laughs> tribe, because the niggas have to be a part of the tribe the once we break up. Tribe, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. They're so always going to be for there. Me, like, for me, I mean, my daughter's father is in her life. He mm-hmm. works a lot and he's gone a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the physical support isn't always there because he's working. Um, and I also travel a lot. I also mm-hmm. travel a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, co-parenting, it's it's a, it's a sh- I mean, we're, I'm new to this shit. I'm right. two years in um, co-parenting. And, you know, there's good days. There's bad days. Mm-hmm. My goal is to always have a good day. Like, I yeah. don't want drama. I don't want, you know, um, I just want everything to be smooth. That's to just. I want to be like fucking Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. Okay? Yeah, yeah, like, right. Oh, yeah. That's what a, I aspire. Like the, blend, the oh. like blended family the, vacations. Um, Swiss like Beast and Alicia Keys. Keys. And, oh, yeah. I don't know about all that. That's, that. That's a too much Ooh, for me. I mean, no, that that's that's, that's, that's obtaining Buddhism. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. the way it started was sick, but at this point, oh, no, they, no, and, and I respect you know? that, and that's a, a great model of that. It doesn't really matter why and how. At the end of the day, what's going to be best for the as, kids? Yeah, and and at the end of the day, when you have a baby with someone and you're in a relationship with someone for a long time, the hopefully the goal is that I just love you and respect you as a human being. Yeah, and I want wh- wh- whatever makes you happy. Cool. Yeah, 
so let's just do that that's, but that's, that's real adulting but that's rarely what's happening <laughs> that's real, real i think adulting. like the trick to co-parenting is if like your relationship is over you're actually co-parenting like really putting because at the end of the day the only really thing that matters is the child mm-hmm. so don't be fucking don't we'll try not to do that yeah okay <laughs> Don't be doing that. But I think like you have to like really try and put any sort of emotional feelings you have from like whatever is the reason you guys broke up or you, you know, mm-hmm. behind you and just focus on the relationship that, you know, each your child has with each one of you guys and not making it about your guys's relationship. Mm. I mean, obviously, ideally, I, I and I say this if you're if you're in a co-parenting situation where you don't really get along or like. You know, it's just mm-hmm. ideally. Let Marion in April. Yeah, there she is. Of course, different. I want. I want. <laughs> oh yeah. I want peace. We watch that all of those night. things, but mm-hmm. most of the time, there's a reason why you're co-parenting. Mm. I mean, it's a it's <laughs> a journey, and I think, unfortunately, inevitably, there's going to be petty ass niggas well, and petty ass people. Highs and lows. There's highs and lows, and there's going to constantly, you know, they'll they'll there will be clashing. But I think if you're not like um, blurring lines, still like backstepping, and like you do set boundaries, it makes it easier, mm-hmm. you know. Hopefully, but boundaries is super important. Boundaries, like seriously, and in. <laughs> And communication, if you can, if you're with someone that knows how to communicate. Yeah. And in some cases, less communication. That too. Oh. That too. That too. That's something I've had to learn. Especially once you've been together for so long, it's like we need to kind of change the dynamic. Otherwise, we'll go right back. Like, we we don't have to go and go to the movies all the time together. Like, it's okay. Your child's going to be okay if she doesn't see mommy and daddy at the movies Movies with you. Because I've felt that way for a long time. I was doing hella family shit because that's what we did, you know? And that, like, it's sick, but, like, he likes to do that. And that will trick your brain into, like, like, oh, this feels good. This is nice. Like, oh, I just blurs the lines and makes room for a drama that's totally unrelated to just co-parenting and mm. and then and then if you know people are immature and petty <laughs> i'm talking so specifically yeah. <laughs> people, people and they will try to <laughs> um and it, it, even as a woman knowing this shit does not work he's not for me Ooh, those glimpses of this is so nice right this second yeah it, it tricks you it will trick you yeah. and it will make your heart maybe flutter a little bit and make you backstep and like well could could be like this yeah. museum, be a family. This museum trip and dinner has been so so great so yeah. wonderful like how many people smiling at us yes then we look like the perfect family, family. Yeah. right mm-hmm. so speaking of boundaries like how important is you for you to meet your baby daddy's partner like, do you want to be like the Alicia Keys and what's her Mishonda. name? Mashonda and go on vacations together? Or does there need to be a conversation? Or is it, I don't want to see the bitch. I, I don't have her around my kids. I, honestly. Because sometimes people are like, don't have them around my kids. Like, what is. How? I think that, I think if you're dating someone seriously, that's unrealistic. That's yeah. not fair. That's unrealistic. Don't ask me to do no shit like that because I'm going to get a husband. <laughs> Come on, say it. Okay. And he will be the stepdaddy. Period. Say it. And what do you mean? Like, you. you like, I, like, I don't. I, you what shit. I'm not going to. I'm not going to ask my baby daddy. Like, if, if you're dating casually no the bitches don't need to meet my my kid okay yeah. once it becomes serious but and you know and i realized even that might happen mm. that's life 
But yeah. if you're going to really consistently be around my kid and living together and you feel like this might be some shit, yeah, hell yeah, I want to meet you. And honestly, I, I would. I would I would like to be that those people. Like, let's all go to dinner. The yeah. Will Smith and uh, Yeah, Jada let's take the kids. And, like, yeah. I, I, ideally, that is exactly. ideal. Now, going back to my petty ass baby daddy, <laughs> that's, a, that's a probably... Bring him into it. <laughs> that's a, probably a high... A high no is going to happen. <laughs> it's a high, probably low possibility for my life, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think there definitely needs to be a conversation. Um, and act- yeah, I would like to meet the person for okay. sure. Um, but the thing about that is, though, is that at one point I was dating someone and like I was considering introducing Irie to him and I was like, fuck, why did I make this rule? Mm. Like, I don't want him to meet him. I don't want this, this interaction to happen. This yeah. is so awkward and uncomfortable. Um, but whatever it didn't, we're not, obviously we're not dating anymore. It didn't work <laughs> out, but and that, and that never had to happen. But I, I don't know. Like, I guess I could see why some people would be like, that's a, that's an uncomfortable situation, but also like, I want to know who's around my child. Yeah. And I think it gets easier. And with I don't time. really trust my baby daddy's decisions. Mm, oh God. So that the truth? yeah, I don't, I definitely would have to meet the person. But the only thing is, is like, even if I met her, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, right. is he gonna break up? Because I said uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Right. It really like, can I really matter. control who he has around my child when we're not together? I mean, I would hope he would respect, respect my you. wishes, but you know, it's it gets sticky. So, briefly, or talking about dating, right? And dating with kids. How are you guys navigating that space? Because it could be challenging, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What does that look like? I mean. Okay, not challenging. I would say, like... Different. It's different. You definitely meet people, like, I've had guys that, like, are not interested in me because I have a child. Wow. Um, or they don't, they, ca- they can't imagine taking our relationship seriously because I have a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I respect someone who would just be straight up. Because, yeah, like, don't I don't play. want, don't, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I've always been in a relationship. I'm, like, a serial relationship Monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the woes. I know. Um, so this is the longest I've actually ever been single, which is like a little over two years now. I want to just applaud you because <laughs> that hits different when you used Thank to you. always being with somebody. Um, Good job. And I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, especially going through this journey of because I'm so self-aware now, because I'm so checking in with myself and trying to understand myself more and like coming every week and talking to Jamila and talking to people like you Mm -hmm. and having to like really analyze things. Like I'm not, I could fall in love for like four days and then be like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas before those four days would turn into a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, suddenly we're six months in and I'm like, oh shit, we're off of the four days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Four days later. Do you feel like your relationship, your long-term relationship with your baby's daddy, like put in perspective time for you? Yes. Mm. So you're like, you're like, that too. If this, I I knew so many ways and and parenthood because I don't have a lot of time. Right. Right. And also like if maybe I do, no, I don't. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe if I do want to have more kids, like I want to, I don't know. I go back and forth about it, but like, I want to, first of all, I definitely need to make sure I'm having kids with the right person and like, you know, and just taking my time and like, I can't, I, I mean, I don't want, I want to be in a relationship for a long time before I even do the child thing again. But I just think, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the same. I mean, I'm running, I'm, I go on dating apps and I date that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, people, some guys understand your time and sometimes they don't, Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the deter- a big determining factor in whether we're going to date or not. But I don't know. I haven't had much luck. 
How about you, Mila? Do you navigate the dating space differently with a child? Or is it just like, mama got to get hers? I mean, I'm definitely doing, I mean, like, what? Like, I was going on more dates before because I had more time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But... (sighs) It's just whatever. I'm not like I'm not pressed. I've lost hope for any men in LA. So. Oh shit! <laughs> Seriously, yeah, like so I'm good. Like sometimes I'll get on the hinge, see what dinner dates I can muster up. But yeah. like, <laughs> other than that, like I, I realize that I'm. I don't know. It doesn't really. I think like when it's time, my you know, then it it will it will work out. Mm-hmm. I, if if it has any. Uh, hiccups because I have a daughter then I'm not the one for you because right. clearly I have a daughter so right. she's not going anywhere and if you can't get with the stepdaddy vibes you can get the step in <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just so would you guys prefer like a man with kids or without or is there no preference do you feel like oh maybe we can understand each other better because we both have kids we've both been down this road before so yeah. I feel this is very discriminatory what I'm about to say but <laughs> no kids I would like him to not have any kids <laughs> oh my goodness one it's less person one less la- Daddy, I mean the baby mama. Or we, already, we already got to deal with this nigga. Now we got to deal with her too. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody got to get. This is with. like we're we're bringing three extra people to the picture. Oh, my God. baby daddy, your baby mama, the kid, yeah. my kid. Oh shit! <laughs> but so I'm not. No but I would not not date a guy because he had kids. Like I'm a loving person, and then I won't have to really physically have any more kids because we're cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have a preference. Okay. I thought for a long time that. Like, I, I, th- I think maybe I would, I haven't really dated a man with a child, so I don't know. Okay. Like, I haven't really seriously dated someone with a kid, so I don't know if it's better or not. Uh, yeah, me either, I guess. Okay. So that's why I'm like. All the men I've dated don't have kids. Have been kidless. And but also, been- and also, that, but those, but, and those men that I've dated that don't have kids don't really understand time. That's true. That's, or or, or yeah. don't understand, like, the baby daddy situation. Don't understand, like. It's hard, though, yeah. not having kids because. If I met a man right now, if I met a man right now, I'd be like, sorry, he ain't the one for me. He got kids. What? It would be very hard. It would depend on. Oh, you wouldn't date a man with a child with kids. We would have to be so connected and he would have to have a number one. The kid can be older. Yeah, that's that's the problem. No, I know. The kid cannot be less than two. Ooh, Number yeah. one, that's already my thing. Too close, yeah. too close to yeah, home. Yeah, he might be. You sliding might be sliding in that pussy. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only pussy you sliding in. You know. What I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, no. So two and younger is an automatic no for me. Mm-hmm. And and if the kid is older than two, then you guys have to have a great co-parenting relationship. It can't be no drama. They can't be jealous. That you know, I don't want all of that. Mm-hmm. If it's volatile and toxic, hell no. Mm-hmm. I can't deal. Yeah, it has to be like the Alicia Keys Mashonda. Well, that started off toxic. And they were they healed. I'm not here for the healing. <laughs> they, I'm not here for the healing journey. They healed. No. Yeah, I don't. At first, I was completely closed off, but um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I I can't just I can't block a blessing. I can't block a blessing. If it's a good relationship, and like you said, some of the stipulations that you said, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna be like hell no. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Hell I also no, but I'm never. Like- I also haven't never dated anyone with a child so i'm just speaking hypothetically i don't fucking know at this rate god who is he does he have two kids <laughs> Fine, because i'm tired it's just, the ghetto just send them, <laughs> just send them god just, just, just get me out the ghetto i'll figure it out just get me out lord get me off this corner <laughs> Period. Bring Someone her. come get me. 
Come on, please. if he's coming to get me and some kids are in the back, fine. Fine. Jesus, fine. I'll get in. We'll I'll get it in. Out later. I'll get in. Oh but I do God. also understand how you guys said men uh, without kids probably don't have a concept of time because I honestly think that men with kids don't have a concept. Exactly. So they're already selfish. So they really. <laughs> And I yeah. think that's one of the things that kind of deters me from having kids because I'm like, I don't like the unequal balance. I'm all about equality. Mm-hmm. I don't want the burden to fall on me. And that's even sometimes if you're not co-parenting or sometimes you can be in the same damn house. That's oh, no, th- I think I think it's more often in the same house. Yeah. Because of co-parenting, that's I'm dropping very, you off. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You figure, figure it out. It kind of works for my lifestyle. Where the other one is like, you got to come home at some point, and I'm and then and he's still gonna be doing here. nothing, and then it's gonna be but back in your arms. Yeah, they're home right. and they're like, they're acting like they're incompetent or like yes. they just don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck to do. They're like calling you, when are you coming home? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> that scares me. That's and then me. they try to shame you, like, what kind of mom are you? What kind like, of dad are wait, you? Right, like, yeah. If a man wanted kids out of me, we would damn near have to sign a contract <laughs> in blood. Like, I agree that. Yeah. I will be up five nights a week. I support that. I will do this. I will because you're not about to leave me high and dry. Like, you're just not because we'll send the kid back. There. And- is- Go ahead. There was a point where I had just given birth. I was breastfeeding. I was like swollen. She kept getting hungry. Like I felt like not a person. I felt Mm. like a fucking cow. Mm -hmm. Like like just somebody's source of food. And then like they were both laying up under me so close I couldn't (laughs) fucking breathe. And I was like, like gonna have a fucking panic attack. And then this nigga tried like asked me for sex. Oh, I almost passed the fuck out. I was like, no. is this my life now? And the thing oh, is, you don't no. want to like withhold because it, people are like, he going to leave you. You need to no. take care of your They going to cheat regardless. Okay? I <laughs> felt like a fucking machine. Shit. A machine. <laughs> there would have been no sex that night. <sighs> I, there would be no sex. But yeah, yeah, I just, I feel like sometimes when you're in the same, it, it becomes more heightened because you start to notice like, hold up. Yeah. I'm washing her. You here? You know it gets yeah. resentful. That's the that's my fear. I don't want it to be no funk in the house, but yeah, that's my biggest thing too. Like resenting not being ha- ha- being able to have time to do the shit that I want, hang out with my friends, do my projects. Mm-hmm. Because as women, we'll lay all our shit down, yeah, and let him continue have his shit packed up, and, going, and, and we he'll eat. think it's totally normal they, if they you win. allow that. They and because that's what it's been, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, nah. So yeah. yeah, I think those these are conversations you have to have with your partner if you think you want to have kids. Yeah. How involved do you plan on being? For real. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? They can say anything. They can. <laughs> Let me just tell you. That's why I need it in blood. <laughs> you need it in blood. Oh. Uh, they don't matter. Blood or nothing. Contract. <laughs> right. Okay. They don't give a fuck. Being civil for it. <laughs> like he want. said. You said you would. So how are y'all? Because you're busy with Good Moms, Bad Choices. You guys do your own separate things on the side. How difficult or how is it balancing Work, passion projects, motherhood. How it's is very that? difficult. Do you get like mom guilt? All the time. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. I get mom guilt all the time. And also I feel like I'm, I'm a lot of times I feel like I'm trying to just balance even just my friendships, to mm-hmm. be honest, like and not disappointing my friends. And my time is so limited. I like, am I balancing hanging out with each of them in an equal way? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and a lot of it is me in my head. Mm-hmm. But then also your friends be making you feel bad and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the balancing of it is is always kind of challenging. I don't think there's any perfect balance. There's times where you feel like, okay, I've got the hang of it. And then there's times where like 
either work is getting really busy and I'm also trying to like record a podcast, edit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like come up with content. We must post. It's like, <laughs> like girl, we, post we be struggling without the kids. That's so what I'm like. Our hats go off to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Hats um, are off. But it, it's, it's a lot. It's, and it's, but we have, we have help. You know, and that's that's like I said, like going back to the tribe, it's so crucial, but it's possible. And that's yeah. the thing, too, is like I think people do get scared that if you have kids, somehow it's going to make you less motivated or mm-hmm. it's going to deter you or put your dreams on hold. And if anything, having a child has made me more motivated than ever. This is the most motivated, focused like I've ever been in my life. Come on, Cardi. For real. <laughs> Cardi said that. Cardi B. She said that people didn't want her to have her kid because she was at the peak of her Bodak hair. Yellow when that song mm-hmm. came out and, you know, just the first album coming out and she was really like glowing up. And people mm-hmm. were like, you're going to have this kid and going to plummet to the back to the mm-hmm. bottom, but back to like, the pole. I'm having a kid, but I'm, I'm bitch, I'm rich. Right. I know. The fuck I want. Like, yeah. why, this is the best time to have a kid. I, I got know. bread now. Right, like, yeah. right, 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 right. What about for you, Mila? How is it? trying to balance or do you balance or it's is hard. it an illusion it's hard it's hard i'm like over here like okay maybe if, if we're done by eight i can spend two hours with her that's plenty and then i'll drop her off here like i mean you you have to bet you have to juggle and sometimes you're gonna be fucking it up sometimes it's gonna be off but mm-hmm. then your mom get will tell you like you know you have to be real about about shit like have i been doing too much have mm-hmm. i been like let me sit the fuck down mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and then if you're actually a good parent you're gonna want to because you like your kid yeah. yeah. You're like, let me spend time with you, you know? <laughs> um, but I think like with anything, like when you come up on your purpose and you know, you know that's what you're supposed to be doing, I feel I feel motivated to show her like this is what it looks like when you want something and it's for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like don't get it. And I think for us we we are just like so clear about the vision. It's like there's going to be this time where this is going to pay off. Like they're going to, they're going to see the growth and then they're going to, then we're going to be on that yacht. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And be like, all those times I ignored you like, through the glass. Our mommies are lit. All right. Time we tapped on the glass. And we're like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> this is the boat that got you here. You yeah. know, like don't forget it. I know. So, you know, I think, I think that's cool too. Like showing them that even that our kids are like, Good Mom's Bad Choices podcast. I'm like, <laughs> my four-year-old knows what a podcast is. Yeah, she's so proud, cute. you know. And yeah. I think, and I think that's cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you last, guys work it out. Last, 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 and then we're wrapping it up. What does it look like to be a good mom who makes bad choices? Go to Good Mom's underscore Bad Choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen to Good Mom. No, I, mm-hmm. I think that's another thing. I think sometimes people. <laughs> We've had experiences where, um, like, oh, I can't, I can't hang out with you because I'm not cool enough. Oh. You know, like, I don't drink, like, or I don't. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're probably on the more extreme end of the bad choices, you know? <gasps> you know, we do, like, we turn up because mm-hmm. that's who the fuck we are. Right. We've always been that way. Uh, we drink a lot of tequila. We may or may not take shrooms and <laughs> do Molly at Coachella. Yes. Um, but just because that's not your MO, but it's just, like, respect every every type of motherhood yeah. it looks different for everyone and i think it mostly just means be your authentic real self yeah mm-hmm. yeah all the time yeah 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 i mean I, I and i agree with everything she said i feel like motherhood looks different and people's interests are different and i think being a good mom that makes bad choices is the bad choices aren't really bad choices because every choice that you make whether they're good or bad you learn from mm-hmm. and that's really the i think what makes you a good mom yeah, yeah. learning know, reflecting is yeah reflecting learning because you know your kids hold the mirror up to you and you 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 face it and you're like oh shit i don't want 
you to repeat these bad habits mm. or be affected by, you know, the decisions that I've made. And, but inevitably they will. And that's okay too. Yeah. You know, they'll but have you to come perfect. to. It ain't yeah. perfect. It's not. I was just telling my friend the other day, I was like, it's so crazy, like how we think our parents are superheroes and then they then we realize they're human. Yeah. And then we're so disappointed. Um Yeah, once you grow up you're like, Oh, God. You were regular yeah. this whole time. Right. right. Like you be fucking up, you Loki. Be fucking yeah. too. You know what the fuck you doing? Right. Yes. You just made that shit up. Right, yeah. right, right. You were letting me drink Pepsi when I was like six at twelve AM, like <laughs> Yeah. Not Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> well, let our listeners know where they can find you all on the mm. internet. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all podcast platforms. You can watch our full episodes on our Patreon. So make sure you check out our Patreon. We also have some other cool incentives on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we do monthly meetups, sometimes with the kids, sometimes without. <laughs> we try to do two a month, one with and one oh, without. Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so if you're in L.A., your mom... You. We've been to one too. Oh yeah, yeah. we went Sometimes. to one of the kidless ones. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes black girl and bravado pull up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fun, and we went out last night. We turned up, we're mm-hmm. hungover, and it's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, go on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. Yeah, Love we have that. merch on there, and uh, join our newsletter. Yes. Woo. Alrighty, ladies. So we hope you all found some good, relatable content from this episode, yeah. and we will chat with you all in a bit. Yeah. In a bit. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.